Hey everyone, welcome back to the Epilogue Gamescast. This is our first official emergency episode in which we give some flash coverage to the latest breaking news. Over the course of the last 24 hours or so, there has been a lot of things going on in the game sphere, Blake. Uh, perhaps the most important being the nine-minute reveal of Death Stranding, which you and I are going to cover today. Um, just before we get to that, I did want to talk a little bit about the Pokemon press conference from last night. Uh, they, they talked about a new app called Pokemon Home, which I think is sort of an updated PokeBank from the 3DS. They mm -hmm. came up with this weird, <laughs> weird new app called Pokemon Sleep and then a new Detective Pikachu game for Switch. Uh, so we got info on that. And then we also got information on The Last of Us <laughs> and sort of like a flip flop. I don't know about you. you. Well, I actually I do know about you because we talked about this a lot. And I told you that Death Stranding was coming in 2020 and The Last of Us was probably coming in 2019. For a long time, you've told me I'd be wrong, that Death Stranding was happening in 2019. I didn't believe you, Blake, but here we sit. Uh, today, after about 20 hours of a Twitch stream from PlayStation, it was, it was PlayStation's Twitch channel, right? Yeah, it was. Um, so about 20 hours after, at exactly 118,000 viewers, a reveal starts to play. And wouldn't you know, at the end of the trailer, it reveals that we're able to purchase the game, which will be out on November 8th, Eighth. 2019. Yeah. So 118, yeah, I think is representative of that. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. The, the reveal, I think the, the surprise of how early it's coming. Um, a lot of, lot of things to cover here, Blake. But uh, why don't you lead us in? This trailer was about nine minutes long, and... Kojima has been teasing that there has been a new trailer coming for about a month now. Uh, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but every now and then he's been posting these um, screenshots of him working on it on a trailer editing, but the screen is blurred intentionally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and just last week, we had one of those where they forgot to blur the screen for a second. Then it was taken down and then re-uploaded, and therefore the internet went absolutely crazy, um, which was really enjoyable. But today's trailer... It starts off with this familiar baby footage that we've seen before in other trailers where we, we get this kind of close up inside a womb of a baby, like sucking its thumb and looking out at the camera. Um, and as soon as that happened, I thought that this trailer was like going to recycle a lot of footage that we've seen before, which was kind of like, oh, man. But then it cuts to this scene with Mad Mickelson's character. Um, his name is Cliff. And we see him talking into what looks like this womb contraption thing. Um, with that holds these things that are called uh, bridge babies, apparently. Right. So that's it's an interesting start to the trailer. And he, he's talking to this baby and he says, don't worry, you're OK. I'll always be with you. It's like this sort of um, like he's he really feels like he's speaking to someone who can understand. Um, but then it cuts to this photograph like we, we get just a little bit of dialogue there. And then it, there's this photograph of um, Norman Reedus's character with. Uh, two women one looks like she's kind of like the president based on just the context and yeah what there's like american flags around her and yeah certainly and then we see an oval office later in the trailer we've seen we've seen hints of that one detail that i noticed i don't know what to make of it i don't know if you caught it but that photograph the younger lady on the far left looks like her face has kind of been like burnt off or faded from the photograph at this point i don't know what to make of that but well, there's a lot of fire throughout the trailer. Um, like, it seems like a lot of things are burning. There's At, at one point, uh, when Norman Reedus is, is, this is later in the trailer, and he's um, he's shooting a gun at some people, they're, like, burning up, like, while he's killing them. So yeah. They, and obviously, we have the mention of Hades, 
there's a lot of like hellish things going on in this trailer. It wouldn't be surprising to me if uh, if if the woman had had burned up somehow. That's a good point. I didn't make that connection. Um, beyond the photograph, it's it's kind of a slow start to the trailer, like a very intimate start, and then it cuts to this like action sequence in the open world where um, Sam the Norman Reedus's character, he's like riding this futuristic kind of motorbike, which I thought was a really interesting design. Um, yeah, it was. I, what did you think about that? I don't. There's so many like symbols on it. It looks like it is like flexible, like it reorganizes itself. Yeah, like, I, I think there. Hopefully, there's a lot of potential there, and we haven't seen the end of of what that bike can do. Uh, it looks it looks a little like clunky, like he hops on board. Um, so uh, he and he's he's popping wheelies on this. He seems to be escaping bad guys at various points one of my favorite parts in the trailer blake is he's there's about three guys in uh what are these like um what would you call them like a like the suit the hazmat suit yeah i guess that's the closest approximation and like sure version of like battle slash hazmat i don't know (laughs) and they're like trying to hit him with tasers like these these long long tasers yeah they're like electric javelins or something right and he he's just like sprinting around and the the thing that it reminded me most of is like in the schoolyard when you're playing tag and there's like three kids chasing you and and he's just sitting there he's like like running around he's doing little juke moves yeah, um, really interesting. And then, like, the next thing we see is him on the bike, and uh, he's he's running away that way. So, very like the the first five minutes or so of this trailer, very interesting. Um, I don't, I've never seen anything like it really. So, yeah, as a trailer, shooting guns. Yeah, it's it's very it's very odd. Big open field. And what did you make of the uh, the UI where he like pulls out the ladder? Um, yeah, um, so we, we finally get to see the UI. That's like a reveal in itself, which is something that I've been really looking forward to. Like the only gameplay we've seen has been just walking around mostly. And I mean, we get a lot of that in this trailer as crouching well. Crouching around, yeah. Yeah, crouching around as well. Um, but we see it's like this, um, I forget what the term is, where um, the, it's like a radial um, UI. And um, there we see like this ladder extender thing, like where he can kind of, like Sam can, I don't even know what it is, like, this ladder just like auto extends and then it, it just really like it places itself on the nearest like uh surface above so it's a way to kind of traverse around the world we also see this um what is it's called a climbing anchor um it's something he stakes in the ground to like scale down a cliff uh later we see some some weapon stuff as well but I, it looks really nice as far as the ui goes i look forward to playing around in there so did this remind you of anything for me? I, I think I mentioned this before we started recording that it's most similar to Breath of the Wild, where you can have you can interact with your environment in odd ways. Mm. And there's like in, in the distance, there's this big mountain. And it just like the, the immediate feeling I got was I wonder if we'll be able to go over there, if we'll be able to to interact with this thing. And then sort of the next shot is him climbing up. Uh, I don't know if it's a mountain, but these like high high skilled rocks. Uh, yeah i think i got that vibe as well it look everything i've seen suggests that there's they put a lot of work into the traversal mechanics so i look forward to that as well yeah i mean so that's another thing is how many different types of movement did we see uh close to a dozen we saw crouching we saw running we saw walking we saw motorbiking uh we saw you know like going through low shallow water swampy areas there's like all of these different types of movement um going on in the game all all really interesting one thing I did want to bring up with regard to the earlier part where he um, you mentioned that Sam is on the motorbike. He's like fleeing. Um, I, I didn't notice too much of that the first time. But on the rewatch of the trailer, um, I noticed that there's this white cloud following him. 
and like all of the these i don't know if they're ravens or crows but these birds are like dropping dead out of the sky um yeah. as they're also fleeing and i'm reminded of like the um the way game of thrones uh frames the night king there's this like cloud of winter that comes it looks kind of like that um i have no idea what to make of it though I don't either. And I, I think it kind of depends on how big uh, of a baddie Mads Mikkelsen really is, because I could see him being that kind of Night Kingy character where he like he brings the the darkness with him. He brings the hell. Yeah. Um, and we see that at various points, right? Like it, mm -hmm. the maybe the most jarring of which was when there uh, it, it seems to be some sort of covert mission and he lights a cigarette on fire and then yeah. sets the water around him aflame. And just like he and his like four, uh, I guess, minions all kind of catch fire. And like, I don't know, I might be mixing this up, but at some point there's some people who instead of having faces, they just have like skulls. And I don't know if this was a mask. Yeah, I had the same thing. On. I had literally in my notes mask question mark um, because it looks like they're skulls and their eyes are glowing red. Like it's bizarre. They look demonic to say the least. Um, yeah. And so it, at one point in the trailer, it says something along the lines of like those who have something with Hades. Yeah. Uh, so th there's this uh, mention that for how oh, I have it in the notes. Oh, here. those like, bound to Hades. Those yes. bound to Hades. Yes. So uh, those bound to Hades. And then it, it like cuts and we see a bunch of these like dark characters. Um, so it seems uh, let's talk a little bit about like the, the two worlds. So th they have these things called bridge babies, which we've talked a little bit about. Uh, and that the bridge babies seem to help the characters get from one one place to another. At least that's what I inferred from from the trailer. Um, did you pick anything up on that? I mean, we I feel like I've gotten a better sense of that whole two worlds idea from the previous trailers than this one. Um, Interesting. I, the reason I say that is we have these like long extended sequences where we've seen that mechanic happen, where he gets dragged under the surface. Right. Um, and we've also seen in a previous trailer how the, the little bridge baby is like plugged in and turned on, so to speak. Not that I understand too much about what, how that actually functions in the world. But um, right. but this trailer, we only get this one sequence of, of Sam being dragged under. And then once he's dragged under it, like it like the camera dramatically zooms in almost to a first person perspective and then like zooms its way through like this, this swampy woods or whatever. And um, and it was just like I didn't. There's so much going on. I, I really don't know uh, what <laughs> how this works. I think it has something to do with the online component um, where you get dragged under and you rely on other people in some way to pull you back to the other part of the world or something like oh, that. Oh, that would be really fascinating. I think it has something. To, the bridge babies, I think, are like maybe other players can like, I don't know, either leave them for you or like offer up a hand to pull you. I really don't know. But I think that that's ultimately at stake there between the single player, so to speak, experience and like the the online networky stuff that Kojima's talked about. Right. So let, this was probably a good time for us to bring up the tweet. Uh, Kojima tweeted out after the trailer was revealed um, there. It, it's it's really interesting because, again, it's just it's more it somehow makes things even more vague. There's more questions that pop up after the trailer. <laughs> And then, of course, Kojima just makes it worse with this tweet. But uh, I'll, I'll try and read the entirety of it. He says, people have built walls and become accustomed to living in isolation. So I think, again, this is Kojima, who's Japanese, his perspective on the United States. Uh, like, there's a lot of things going on about the United States here, including things like um, like independent states and drawing those independent states closer. Um, but I'll, I'll continue the tweet. 
Death Stranding is a completely new type of action game where the player's goal is to re-meet, is it, is it, no, reconnect isolated cities and a fragmented society. All elements, including the story and gameplay, are bound together by the theme of strand or connection. As Sam Porter bridges, you will, be, you will attempt to bridge those divisions and in doing so, create new bonds of, or strands with other players around the globe. Though your experience playing through your experience playing the game, I hope you'll come to understand the true importance of forging connections with others. Now, please enjoy the latest Death Stranding trailer. So I'm playing through Kingdom Hearts 3 right now, Blake, and there I'm getting a lot of these same vibes where it's like bridging the connections. It's a lot of like vague, vague rationale. So like obviously Kojima has an idea in mind. He wants to have people connect with one another. In what way we do that, we still have no clue. It's like we still have no clue. So he's saying these things, but we don't really know what that means or what it will mean in the game. Um, at, at this point, like, I'll ask you a larger question. Did this trailer give you a better idea of what this game is, or did it, did it almost uh, lead to more questions about uh, what the game's going to look like? I actually feel like it, this is a yes and no answer where we saw a lot of actual in-game like playing like where like the battle sequences that happen like i we, i still didn't really know like what you were going to do in the game and not that i do now but um but I, I do feel like i've seen enough of the game to actually kind of understand like a core experience of how it's going to feel rather than simply the cinematics of what we've seen so far um and it looks like by all accounts this is going to be an extremely cinematic game but um but at the same time, like you, your question suggests, it, there are so many new questions asked in addition to the ones that I had before. Like maybe about five of them were answered um, that I had and about 10 of them are now raised. So yes and no. OK, so let me ask you one more question. OK, when you're done playing Death Stranding, will you will the game make sense to you? Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I expect it will. Uh, I'm I'm going to nerd out pretty hard over the lore once I get my hands on it. OK, so I, I but I would be perfectly satisfied if if it was like a very mysterious or ambiguous or, you know, open to interpretation sort of ending. So you don't think it really has to make sense? I think it has to internally make sense. Um, like it has to s establish rules for itself that are consistent. But okay. apart from like making sense in a linear plot based fashion. No, I, I think I'd be satisfied either way. I think that's the largest concern I've seen so far from people is that like it things still aren't making sense. Uh, and I like you, I think as long as those internal rules are in place, I'm not so concerned with, uh, do, you know, does the does every piece of, of the plot, the narrative make make sense and check out. Um, I, I don't think anybody can really expect that at this point. When you get a nine minute trailer reveal, like how how infrequent do we get nine minute trailers in the first place? Uh, I, I think what this what this trailer is trying to do is show us that it has a lot of things going on and there's a lot of things to to parse out. And when we play this game, um, there's this world building that the Kojima is uh, attempting um, probably probably going to be pretty ambitious. So. I don't I don't know that we should expect everything to make sense in the way that something like The Last of Us would. It won't be that narratively uh, linear, but I'm, I'm still looking forward to 
taking the bits of lore and, and trying to piece all of this together. It's it's fun watching people do this with a with a trailer, which is mm-hmm. pretty infrequent for video games. So, yeah, that that's a good thing. Let's let's get to a couple questions I had, um, Blake. Okay. Uh, so there is a real baby uh, at two different points. Um, one Norman Reedus is carrying around, and he uses the, these are called bridge babies, as we mentioned. Uh, and the other one is Mads Mikkelsen talking. He's talking to it at the beginning and the end of the trailer. At various other points, we see a doll that very much looks like these babies, but is plastic, uh, and its eyes are flickering. What it, do you think? There's any connection between the fake babies and the real babies? Like, what is the what is the purpose here of the dolls? I can't quite tell because I'm still ambiguous as to the like fundamental function of the real ones. I don't know if this implies that there's like this above ground, below ground, so to speak, like one's alive, one's dead, Schrodinger's baby situation. (laughs) But um, I don't think that's really what it is. But the only context clue that I could notice in the trailer is we we have a scene where it looks like Cliff, Mad Mickelson's character, um, is like kind of tucked away in this this dark and I think like barbed wire maze. And there's all these doll baby heads with like nails in them and stuff. Um, I wonder if it's maybe some way to establish like they're fending off the um, like the BTs, which we haven't mentioned yet, but um, like the, there's this like dark force of with all the hands and all that stuff. Um, right. I, I, it's hard to parse out because we just get flashes of it. So do you think that, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character is acting on a, on the part of these BTs, or do you think that he's like his own independent force, um, and everybody I, is trying to combat these things? Okay, so this is a complicated answer to a simple question. I think there's like three different roles that Mads Mikkelsen's character is playing with with Cliff here. Um, we get the version in the beginning and end of the trailer where he's wearing glasses, he has like nicely combed hair, he's sitting in what looks like a laboratory or some kind of maybe like maternity ward. I don't know. Yeah, very Uh, scientist-y. Yeah, he seems like just a normal, everyday sort of well-to-do guy. And then we get this, um, this like sort of, he comes out of this, like the black oil, which I I assume is the BT stuff. Again, the lore is so hard to discern at this point. It's like sludge. Sludge. Let's just call it sludge. Um, He comes out of the sludge. He's not wearing any battle gear or anything, but he has like these kind of supernatural powers that he's, you know, exerting. And then we get this other one at the end of the trailer where he's in full gear, like Vietnam style, coming out of the swamp or maybe it's still sludge with his uh, minions. And um, I'm wondering, like, if if we're seeing like flashbacks for this character or different timelines or who knows? Um, So it felt like a flashback a little bit to me. But yeah, there's obviously something going on um, with manipulation of time. I don't I don't know what that is. Um, but there was, for me, the first thing I asked you when, when we started talking about this was that there was Vietnam Im- imagery, uh, like lots of burning, lots of swampy, like uh, guerrilla warfare type stuff going on. Um, I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. If if maybe even there, you know, this this character is going around at various points in time and, uh, you know, somehow changing things. But um, that probably is a little bit too much to infer from from this particular trailer. Yeah. Uh, 
one thing I, I did want to mention is um, we, we touched on it, but it's worth saying that we finally got a little bit of combat here in this trailer, which we had not seen anything close to so far. Um, there's the scene where Sam is hiding from what looks like these. I don't know. Uh, they 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 end up getting in a fight. Long story short, and um, there's these trucks driving by, and he hides in the bushes. It reminded me of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn a little bit, just kind yeah. of that. Um, and then he uh, runs out into the open. They notice him, start chasing him, and like we said, throwing the things. But then we see him actually throw a punch. You know, and and That's that was very odd. It's yeah, very odd. Out of nowhere, it just became this like brawl fest. And it's it like a dream fun. sequence. Yeah, it did. It, it did look fun. Yeah. yeah. It, I think, you know, Blake, what I draw from this is that there's there's this certain chaos that exists in the world. Uh, and we talked about like death sequences, like will this game have death sequences? Um, because so far we haven't seen him actually. We don't we don't know what happens when our uh, when Norman Reedus dies in this game um, or is beaten or defeated. Uh, mm. What did you make of that? Do you think this this trailer pulled us towards? Is there some sort of. Uh, combat consequence in this game i'm sure there will be something do you think that'll be death do you think it'll be a game over screen do you think it'll be like being pulled to a different area i i I couldn't pick out of the options you just laid out but i certainly don't think that we're gonna have like traditional game over screens that wouldn't make sense given everything we've seen the whole point is when he like dies or gets you know discovered or falls beneath the surface or whatever he you know he gets resurrected maybe you can die in this fist of like hand-to-hand combat (laughs) uh maybe or like if there, we also saw uh it looked like sam uh shooting a gun later in the trailer um yeah. and so like i'm sure there's maybe those like traditional like you can just get killed but i i really don't know that's i'm kind of p- hoping not i'm kind of not yeah I, I i don't want i don't want that um if you're gonna have that kind of gun gunplay like they did later in the game which I, I don't know about you it didn't look like anything brand new i thought the ui was no. kind of neat it had like the ammo meter like right below the oh gosh i'm forgetting the name crosshair, crosshair. thank you <laughs> um the crosshair and so you see like the the ammo slowly depleting there um but if you're gonna do that i hope they do something else different which you know in this case would mean not having a traditional death sequence I don't know what I want from from that, but I I trust Kojima to come up with something interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think we've we've covered most of the trailer. There's one other thing I pointed out. Actually, there's two things. The first thing is at some point in the trailer, Sam is blue. Uh, This is Norman Reedus's character. He turns blue like he's just almost looks like somebody painted over him with like a baby blue. Uh, And at this point, it looks like he's about to kill himself. He pulls a uh, puts a gun to his head. Um, I, I wonder if that doesn't lead us a little closer to what the, the game over sequence might look like. Um, maybe there's some sort of like restart mechanic, like, uh, you know, you might get yourself so much in a hole you can't progress. And so maybe that was what we were seeing there was that he was killing himself and giving himself another opportunity. Uh, presumably in the game's lore, it's, it's finite, the amount of opportunities you have, but I don't know. Wow. I didn't notice that he was blue. Like it's a very pale, almost gray blue. Um, yes. But I just I clicked back through it while you were speaking, and I and I thought to myself, this kind of looks like uh, the Will Smith Aladdin genie, like the skin yeah, tone, it's that same kind of color. It's mm-hmm. that's like I I'm surprised I didn't notice that. I, my interpretation of that scene is yeah, killing yourself in like this Hades realm to bring yourself back to the real world or what I think or something of that nature. That you know, that, and that could be it. Every time we go over to like this Hades world, it just puts us back 
it's uh it could be sort of dark soulsian in that nature it's like every time you die you just go back to some sort of checkpoint but it's not really considered a death it's just like this is this is where we were the last time before oh, we man, entered the world. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I know you're not a fan of this. Um, <laughs> no. So it, it it could be, or better yet, it could be like. Um, hmm. Well, I don't think they've said anything about random generation. Not that that really seems like something Kojima would do, but I could see a world where he every time he enters, he does the uses the bridge baby to get to the other side. There's some sort of like new environment you have to to take take on i doubt it'd be mm. the same every time because like you mm. said it just doesn't feel kojima like but i don't know um okay the last thing i noticed was a kaiju or like a, some sort of big monster making its way through this is very brief there's like two seconds um as a fan of this kind of thing blake i had to bring it up i i wonder if we haven't seen the end of like what the enemies will look like in this game um like what is really ruling over this world is the is the biggest question mark for me yeah well it seems like a lot of the kind of monstery like fictiony lore is based on this idea that i mean i don't really have a lot of substantiating evidence for this this is just an interpretation so far is um these things have emerged in the wake of severed connections and so by restoring connections across humanity these things can maybe be overcome or eliminated i don't know yeah i i mean i there's there's probably something to that it reminds me of like like the idea is kind of kind of similar to princess mononoke like the forest spirit because we have destroyed all this nature the forest spirit enrages itself and becomes this massive kaiju and blah 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 Um, right almost well i i won't spoil anything but there's again there's various things in breath of the wild that are kind of similar hmm. so um yeah i i don't know this (laughs) there's so much to take in from this game there's so much variety i think that's the first thing that jumped out to me is like everything about this game like every every moment of it looked like i was doing will be playing through something new and fresh uh whether or not it's going to be it's going to be as good as we're hoping for i don't know that yet i don't i don't think any of us do but uh it's going to be different there's a reason that this this has sparked such discussion this game it's because it feels different everything about it feels different yeah so, I, I can't think of anything analogous to what this game is is you know trying to i mean i can't think of another game that's even marketed itself this way so it's it's bizarre yeah very interesting the very interesting marketing uh the, the i one thing i'll say is that this is the benefit of creating a new ip is there's like this this kind of momentum can go into we don't know what this is we're all curious there's a there's this giant giant mystery behind death stranding uh, and they've done such a good job of like utilizing that to their advantage. Um, so not everything has to be a sequel. I think this is oh, helping amen. prove that. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple small things. This just to tie this up. Um, there, there's some like really interesting dialogue throughout this this trailer. And there was one line that uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character uh, delivered towards the end of the trailer. It was, it was I think, the second to last scene. Um, he says. I'll show you the real thing soon, I promise. And um, he's talking to that little baby. And I, I, th- I think to myself, that's that's the game like speaking to us. Like we're still going to we're still going to get a lot more. But between now and release date, at least I, I felt think. like the baby was us, Blake. This is weird. I, so this is the first thing I thought of, because it, it, it almost looked like he was speaking into the camera. Right. This is very intentional and Kojima like, but he's 
speaking to this baby who we don't see. He's he's looking into the camera uh, at the first and last shot. I, I think it's the last shot. Um, and he's speaking to this baby and everything he says somehow feels like he's he's talking to us. And I can't I, I can't parse that out yet, but I'm interested to find out what what role the baby plays. Um, it just it felt very much like the Mads Mikkelsen was having a conversation with us as the player. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it, it always it's sort of if you think about it, I, are there any sequences where he's not looking directly at the camera? I think there's a few, but like he seems to be monologuing or, or like doing some soliloquy yeah. like each mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I don't so, think we've seen his character interact with any other character directly other than, you know, the minions and the baby. Yeah, just the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so okay, one last question. Is the baby the same baby that Norman Reedus uses to mm. bridge the gap? Uh, I can't possibly tell, but like we don't have evidence to think otherwise. Like, I think that's the only one we've seen. Okay. Uh, you would think that if this was, if this world, like his, Sam Porter is working for bridges, which he's going all the way West, apparently um, there would be more people than just him. But then again, um, the way that the president lady and, you know, she's like bedridden in the oval office. Uh, she says like, you know, you, you have to do it. You have to finish what uh, Emily started when Emily's another one of the characters that got named today but well one I, of the other just a, a closing thought here on the babies is that we don't ever see anybody like giving birth or having babies yeah. it's almost like this baby is some sort of infinite uh maybe always like i guess everlasting at that age i i just have i have this odd feeling that um there's something important not just about the babies themselves i think we've sort of interpreted as oh the babies play some role in crossing the the bridge and that's just you can only for some reason only babies are good for this. But I think it actually might be that the babies themselves or the baby itself is is special. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll figure that out soon. Gosh, so much to still unpack. But in a way, I'm pretty satisfied that I still don't quote unquote know anything about this game uh, because that means that playing it is going to be an entirely fresh experience. It's not like those movie trailers that drop the one or two main jokes, you know, in the actual teaser. You know, I would so. be OK if this was the last we saw of Death Stranding until its release. Hmm. I yep. think I want one more trailer where we get some specific scene like um, like uh, actually dr- we've already gotten one or two of those. But I want one more of those, like something that really gives a little bit of context. But um but yeah, at the same time, if this is it, this is it. One last question. I promise is the last question. <laughs> That's Blake. the third time you said, okay. <laughs> how Bring long, it. how long is this game? Ooh, I think this is going to be a variable game because of the like kind of pseudo online networky stuff in it. Um, I don't know. I assume it's all going to be one playable mode rather than like separating like a multiplayer version. Oh god, I cannot imagine them doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, kind of like the last of us. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything like. But um, oh god, I can't tell you. I hope it's somewhere around thirty hours. Um, that's about perfect for like a cinematic game like this for me. If it goes towards the fifty-hour mark, I start to get exhausted. Um, and if it's towards the 20 hour mark, I'm going to feel a little bit underwhelmed. I think 30 is probably a perfect target for me. Okay. I could, the the weird thing is after I watch this, I could see it being anywhere from like five to 100. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to answer that question. So yeah, it's really um, hard to tell. Yeah. So I, I think that's it for us. Thank you for tuning in uh, to the first official emergency episode. We'll be back next Friday. We'll grade this trailer with Marcos and Dakota next Friday. Um, Blake, any early thoughts on what you might give it? Um, which one? The trailer for this? Yeah, the, the tra- this trailer. That's trending. Uh, oh, man. I, I, I will reveal that next time. Okay. <laughs> Assuredly a high grade. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. We, we'll talk more about that next week. And of course, the all the stuff related to the Pokemon press conference. Luckily, at that point, we'll have the Pokemon Direct, which I think is on June 5th. So we'll yeah, I think it's Wednesday. We'll, yeah, we'll be recording just after that, which will be amazing. Good timing for us. And then uh, E3 in a couple of weeks. So stay Woo. tuned for all of Epilogue Gaming's coverage uh, at EpilogueGaming.com or Patreon.com slash EpilogueGaming if you want to head over there. Uh, thanks thanks for hanging out Blake thanks for the insight and yeah, um, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks <laughs>